On this episode of the Mompreneur Show, I'm talking to Wendy Speak. She is a wife and mother of three boys, I don't know how she does that, and an author of two amazing books, Triggers. You should absolutely find this on Amazon. It's amazing. And the new book that's coming out tomorrow, Life Creative. So you guys are getting a peek at this, at, at the future. This is amazing. And today, Wendy is going to be talking about how to win online without losing at home. This is a topic that is very near and dear to my heart, and I thank you so much for joining us. Wendy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Can you hear me all right? Yes, there's a bit of a lag, but we can hear you, and I'm so happy that you're here. Wendy, tell us a little bit about yourself. What brought you on this beautiful journey of mompreneurship? Well, oh my goodness, when when do I start the story? Um, I didn't I didn't set out to be an entrepreneur. I didn't set out to have a business. Um, I set out to be me, which is I think what so many of us just find in our journey. So my career before having children was as an actress. In Hollywood, I was on commercials, TV shows, um, independent films, and I always knew that I wanted to do something just a little bit different. What I really wanted to do was tell stories that encouraged women, and there's just not a lot of that in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had children, and I found that I was writing, and then I started speaking at mops groups, and then I started using those acting skills that I had developed over the years to um, put on dramatic, like one-woman shows that then allowed me to transition into Bible teaching and just plain encouragement for women. And um, so that's where it starts. I I didn't mean to get here, but here I am. Oh my goodness. Okay, I love it. So there's uh, been quite a few mom entrepreneurs on the show, on the Mompreneur Show, um, that have gotten into this journey accidentally without really planning to do so. And that's completely fine. I think that God leads us on a journey with that. And we don't always know what it is. So I thank you for sharing that. I am so curious. So I always wondered, and I never asked you this. I know we met in person and we hung out and stuff, but um, how did you... How did you get into acting? It's so fascinating to me. It sounds so glamorous. Did you say get into acting? Yes. Is that what you just asked? Yes. Did you, okay. Do you not well, hear me well, it's the only I did. It was a little staticky there for a moment. Um, it's the only dream I've ever had. Other than when I was about four, I really wanted to be a truck driver because I thought it would be really cool if I had a purple rig and then I wanted spray painted on the side, purple passion. Oh my gosh. So um, that, that was a goal for a while. But other than that brief detour, um, being an actress was all I ever wanted. I remember being at Disneyland and watching all of the people performing on stage and just having this aha moment as a child, like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to entertain people. Um, so I don't, I don't do that at Disneyland. But um, it's funny that all of those skills, and this is really, uh, there are so many rabbit holes that we can go down yeah, today. Yeah. But all of those things that you've done in your pre-mommy life or yeah. your pre-business life somehow become the skills the passions, the, the, the stuff you didn't know you were going to need to utilize in this season. Like, I'm a storyteller, but I'm not, I'm not doing commercials. I'm not doing guest posts on sitcoms. 
but I'm still utilizing a lot of that upfront people entertaining stuff um, for different purposes. Mm, Just repurposing. I love that you shared that because so many, so many of us moms who are watching too are, you know, we have, we had a completely different life before we had children. And um, sometimes we're like, oh, well, why did I do that if I was going to become a mom or take a complete different route in entrepreneurship? But um, I think there's, there's always a reason for that. And I think that it grows us. It gives us the skills that we need today. So I love you. I I love that. And thank you for sharing that. I want to know what's so funny, Vicki, is, you know, we talk about BC, that's history, and then we've got AD. It's like BC was before children, oh my gosh, and AD that. is like after the death of me. Like I feel like all the time we die. All of that stuff that were those things were our passions and our pleasures. We die to that because there's all this practical mommying going on. And so I love your audience because they are the ones saying, "Wait, how does this?" this part of me translate into this season and how can I do it in such a way that it's not at the expense of my children, but that my children aren't at the, at the expense of who I am too. Mm, that's so powerful. Right? And you always have some kind of awesome, what is it, acronym for everything, like life before children and life. That just came to me. Okay, so you're obviously very gifted in that area, but I really want to dig dig more into that. So there's so many moms, again, watching, and I want to give a shout out to uh, Trisha Goddard. Thank you so much for being here and for sharing. Olga Vakulic, thank you so much for being here and sharing. Um, Lauren Gonzalez, you're amazing. Thank you so much for being here and sharing. And everyone, I mean, just it's so good to see you, um, see your faces, and um, Casey and Meredith, uh, you guys are amazing. So I appreciate you because because of moms like you, this show exists. Because of you, because of your support, because of you sharing. So I really appreciate that. Now back to you, Wendy. Um, when, how did you feel like that's when you died inside, like as a mom? And how in the world did you rebirth that in you? Because we get so busy with laundry and especially in the you know infant years. I mean, if we feel like, especially if those uh, moms who still have two kids under the age of two or three, it's really hard. It feels like you're wiping, yeah. wiping butts, uh, changing diapers and pumping all day long. That's yeah. all. So I really want to hear your take on that. Well, and then even if you do have some time, you're so sleep deprived that you just chill, right? You, exactly. You're not, you're not doing any of that stuff that was you BC, right? <laughs> so I'm going to give a little product placement you already did. So in life creative, yeah. one of the earliest themes is that these, these, these years can feel like the dark ages mm-hmm. um, where, where everything goes dark on all of those passions, those hobbies, those interests that we had before children. And um, so the, the co- my co-author on this book is Kelly Stewart. You interviewed her a couple of weeks yes. ago on a novel. And um, she and I met 15 years ago, like right about now in, in the calendar year. That's amazing. 15 years ago, we had both just gotten married. We had both moved to new cities. We met at our church, and um, she was a writer who would sing on the worship team. I was an actress who would write, and um, we just we just fell for one another. Our husbands introduced us, total hookup there, and um, we would go to Barnes and Noble and sit at Starbucks, and we would just we would share all of our creative dreams. Like I found a kindred, and then within a couple months of each of the first one birthing a baby, the mm-hmm. other one did. 
So we transitioned into that season and all of our conversations became about pumping, became about nursing, became about changing diapers, became about potty training, yeah. became about how do we fit sex with our husbands into this equation. And I mean, we didn't talk about our creative lives for years. And then she called, actually she flew out to see me because at that point we were living in different cities. And she sat on my couch just crying and she said, I've lost myself. And it was just an instant light bulb going off with me. I was like, yes, that totally happens. And it's mm. not that we don't absolutely adore these people. And it's mm. not that we're not thankful for this season. Of course. But it's just such a common tendency. And so we start off with talking about the dark ages. Mm. Mm. Was that answering your question? Oh, absolutely, Wendy. And it's so beautiful how friendships are born in... In a way we never, ever imagined. And yeah. I feel the same way about my friends. And it's amazing that, you know, you, you, you got each other so much and you were able to relate on so many, so many different things. So how did you, after realizing that, you know, you lost yourself, yeah. how do make you... Make that transition. How do you make that transition? How do you find yourself? Yeah. Well, in, in the book we talk about, and this is one of my favorite pictures in, in history... So what, one thing you didn't say when you were introducing me is that I'm a homeschool mom. So I yes. understand history now much better than I did when I was <laughs> learning history in high school and college. Oh, gosh. But in the, in the history of the world, we have a couple different renaissances, right? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. The, most, the most famous is in Europe during the mid-centuries. And um, before the renaissance, there was a time in history called, do you know, the Dark Ages. Yeah, yeah. Everything went dark. There was no recording of history. There was no art. Um, But what little there had been was being held off uh, much of it within the church. Um, Mm. The artwork, the candelabras, it was Mm. in the church. And so when the Renaissance, which means rebirth happened, and don't Mm -hmm. we all long for that rebirth, when it happened, Mm. much of it flowed out of the church. And again, just the imagery that if you're in the dark ages, this understanding that the same God who, who made you with these gifts is holding on to them and a renaissance mm-hmm. is coming. And yeah. so much of it really came out of my faith life, realizing, wait a minute, I love seeing how God made my kids. And we quote the verse, I will praise you, Lord, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And we say, oh, God, you did such a great job with my kids. Mm. But I realized that verse, that's like first person. That verse is King David saying, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I mean, I'm leading the people of Israel, but this is about me, God. And I think that that was a big aha moment too, is just realizing, wait, I'm one of God's kids and laying our lives down is called sacrifice and it's right. And we're going to talk a lot about that. There, there is sacrifice involved, but not to the point of death. And I really feel like that's what God whispered was, Wendy, I didn't actually mean for you to die. Mm. Sacrifice, but not die. And I was feeling like a part of me but had died. That, so where's that fine line, though? Where's that line where... And now, Wendy, I know I talked to this, uh, with you about this topic, but so many moms become mothers and they fully give themselves into the ministry of raising children, of motherhood. And that is powerful. And of course, it's not not everyone's calling. 
Um, But how do you draw the line where you're barely dying, almost dying, and and sacrificing? Where is that line? You know, I think that, not sure if this is exactly what you're asking me, but I think this is really um, just an easy application. If who you are is a creative person, then start bringing some of that creativity back into your life right where you are. There doesn't have to be a division of I'm pursuing me or I'm taking care of them. I'm pursuing me so I'm going away, Mm. but I'm taking care of them so I'm staying home. Mm. Bring some of yourself back into your life. And so often we get to this point of cramming all those feelings of bitterness and discontent and having lost ourselves down. And then all of a sudden we explode, right? Inappropriately at our husband. You know, you're able to go off each day and I'm here and I've lost myself. But what if instead of freaking out, we say to our husband one night when there's no conflict, Mm -hmm. you know what I've realized? I used to love to read Mm. and there's no time. And even if I did have time in the evening, I'm so exhausted. Or do you remember when we used to go to the theater? Mm. Like, I love seeing live shows. There's no time for that. And then ask your husband or your mom. I know that Mm -hmm. there are women that tune in here who are divorced, who are single momming it. You've got to have someone where you can check in with them and say, I'm losing myself. Mm -hmm. I could use help, like practical Mm -hmm. help, but also just advice. Where do you think I can fit me back into my life again? Mm. And maybe, like for me, I was going to mops groups, mm-hmm. and I thought, wait a minute, what about all these skills that I have? Huh, hey, would you like me to MC your mops group? So I was fitting mm. me into mothering. You know what I mean? So I, I really, yeah, I, I definitely know what you mean, and I want to go back to the mops groups. But um, one of the things that I do at, to kind of not lose myself in this creative in in creativity um and this is not counting you know getting up before the kids taking the time away and just being me by myself because that's very important too but this is a time where i can be with my children spend time with them as well as feed my creativity and one of the things i started doing was like i'm so into hand lettering oh (laughs) my gosh like i we took the class together the calligraphy class with Megan Taylor. Yes. That was so awesome at the Becoming Conference. Yes, it was so much fun. I loved it. And it was like the start of my creativity via uh, hand lettering. And I yes. got like the special brushes. I got like, and I remember I was waiting them for two days. I was waiting for them by the door. Amazon Prime, come on, hurry up. By eight, I kept checking. I don't think I've ever waited for anything like this before. Um but for the brush lettering yes, um, yes. markers. You do know, Vicky, that after you do this in the thread below, you have to put something that you've made. Oh you my have to gosh. take a picture. I you, can't, you can't do this. I, I'm horrible too. I am so horrible. I was like, oh, come on. I'm, I have really good handwriting. Like, it, I guess it helped me growing up in Ukraine. They're really strict about that. So I have really good cursive writing. And I was like, hey, I already have good cursive writing. Psh, I can do this. So I was writing. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm really horrible at this. And my kids are like, mama, you write so pretty. And I'm just like, oh. So yeah. anyway, we, the markers came. We sat down around the table. I let them use my markers, even though I cringed every time they pressed too hard. Yeah. Yes. I, it was such a beautiful time. My kids absolutely So you bring it. the two together. Yes. It's not them. I, I remember on yes. I, I posted on the Instagram site, Life Creative, um, 
they're not getting in the way of our art. They are our art. So let's bring our art into there. So I'm going to, I did not mean to do this, but I'm going to pull something into the frame here. This is kind of like hand lettering. Uh, this is not the kind of creative I am, but you know, we're doing pumpkins. Oh my gosh. So, that is so I Mod Podge this. I took the pages of Life Creative. Oh. I ripped them out. I Mod Podge. And then I'm like, I'm going to add some color. I do not think this is exceptionally good. I, I actually, I think, no, I think it's quite ugly. I, I feel I like I just heard it. It's absolutely beautiful. It's so creative. It's Ladies, give Wendy some love. Isn't it cute? I brought it into our family. This is what we were doing. We were doing pumpkins, right? Yeah. So my children, you know, have each chosen their little pumpkins. You know, we'll do the carving and everything mm. later this month. But I put it on the table with theirs. And, um, you know, you're bringing your creativity yeah. into the family life. And they see that. That's the thing. They see that. Yes. And mom is filling her bucket as well, not only ours. But I'm also vision casting for them. Um, yeah. I have I have wildly creative children. Did you see the picture of my youngest who came in? He had oh used God. a Sharpie, not a Sharpie, a marker on that his face. And he had done like eyebrows and a goatee. He said, I am a Mexican cowboy and I have eyebrows. He's like eight. I was like, yes, you are my child. Yes. Creative yes. women raise creative children. This is another interesting kind of rabbit hole we could go down. Okay, Entrepreneurial do moms can raise entrepreneurial kids. Like this doesn't have to be, I'm forsaking you so that I can have this business. We can bring our children into our business. Okay, and then how can we do that? Well, I have a kid that wants to know, um, you know, when you speak at that mops group, could I could I ditch school that day oh and come and, and like do your table for you? Can I do your little square reader? And I'm like, yeah. And son one of the chapters is called Renaissance Rising because this is my renaissance, but the renaissance rising behind us are our kids down the hall with their own creative endeavors. So I said, write a book. That's beautiful. Or, or do something, you know, make a picture. We can, we can find out what's it going to cost to make this, and then what do you need to charge? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Put it on my table. Let's see if that's an actual felt need, right? These are the things we say to each other when we're talking about developing yeah. Yeah. that we can resources we can sell start talking that way with your older kids or even your little kids yeah no Mom, can we sell things from our garden well let's talk about it what would that look like little entrepreneur i love that and, and, and into it i love that wendy thank you and it's so important to let the kids try even if they're not going to be the next yes. farmer the next piano player the next uh, whatever book author but it's so important for them to try it and see if they like yeah. it or not. I think that's really important. Well, and I don't think it's not about what they're doing. It's not about being a book writer. It's not about being a farmer. It's about getting your mind ready to perceive a need in the world and creatively come up with a solution. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have that book you held up, Triggers. Yeah. That was not my dream. There is a need for women who are struggling with anger in their home lives yeah. and my, my co-author for that one is Amber Leah, and we perceived the need, and we, actually, that sounds like we did this great thing. The Lord just, like, made yeah. it so obvious. We came up with a solution, and it's filling a need. It's a powerful um, book. So if our kids can learn to do that, we're, we're entering into a generation where they're going to need to think outside of the box. Our kids have to be able to do that, because most of the jobs in their generation haven't even been invented yet. Yeah. 
That's how quick things are changing. Mm -hmm. So let's bring them into our entrepreneurship. Let's bring our art into their play space. And let's talk about this melding, this this merging, rather than I need to forsake my kids so I can do this thing. I need to do this Mm -hmm. thing, honey. I'm doing this thing right. You know, it's not so much of a separation Mm. as we thought, of course, there is time we need to pull away and do good work. I'm not saying that, but it's not one or the other. When you mentioned uh, that you were speaking in the MOPS groups, how did you start doing that? And where, how did you get that idea? And tell us um, what is a MOPS group for those of us who don't know? Mops Groups, uh, it's an organization called Mothers of Preschoolers, and lots of local churches uh, host these on a weekly basis or a bi-monthly basis or a monthly basis, and they say, come on in on Tuesday mornings. We've got child care. Mm-hmm. You sit at a table, eat some good food. We're going to have a speaker. You're going to make friends, and this is just a great couple mm-hmm. of hours, hands, you know, without holding babies. And um, I just loved the ministry and started going when my first child was three weeks old. Wow! So it was, it was actually my first outing, like by myself, putting the car seat in and everything leaking. And, you know, I was like, ah, this is beyond me. Okay. So <laughs> but, um, I just love it. So how long, so you were, you were, um, joining these mamas of preschoolers yes. and then yeah. where did you get this idea to start speaking to them? Well, like I had said, my, my career had been as an actress. And so, uh, and, and I've always been involved in Bible studies and many Bible study leaders are, I was going to say quite dramatic, you know, they, mm-hmm. they present well. Mm-hmm. And I thought I can see myself doing that because I love teaching in Bible studies. Yeah. So what if this had a little bit of a, a performance element to it, mm-hmm. um, spoken word and monologues. Like I just did a monologue that was the woman at the well. And then after the monologue, there's some teaching. And after that, there's a spoken word video. So I'm bringing mm-hmm. in all of who I am already as an artist and then I'm saying, what's the need? Well, women are the need. They need to mm. be encouraged. They need to learn God's word and find out, wow, they are totally and completely loved. And to to offer that to them in an engaging way. So it started with just saying, hey, this is what I do. I teach Bible studies. I am an actress. Would you like me to put something together? Sure. Or would you like me to emcee the mom's getaway that we're hosting or wow. the women's retreat? So it started very small, and I'm glad it started very small, and I think this is going to resonate with a lot of you guys, mm-hmm. um, that it's got to start small because you have small people with you. And if it goes bam, then you have to run to what you just created mm. and you're leaving your small people behind. So I remember one of the first things I did, and this was just a gift from God because I think it really set me up for success, not that I don't fail. Not that I don't make mistakes, but um, I had written a monologue on um, it was a Christmas theme. I have lots of Christmas monologues, mm-hmm. and I just sent it to the pastor of our church. We have a very big church, so this was a little, you know, ballsy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said an okay thing to say, um, and but hey, I just wrote this. Do you have need of it? And I think that a lot of times that's what we need to um, see is we're not out there promoting ourselves. We're saying, do you have need of this thing? that I've made, that I am, that I offer. Do you have need of it? Because that I could do for you. And so he read it and said, yeah, I have need for that. Let's do it for the um, Christmas Eve services. There were like six Christmas Eve services stacked back to back. So my mom came in, helped with the kids for Christmas Eve. They came to a couple of them. And I did this long monologue. He came up and 
just, you know, did the closing remarks in the gospel, basically, and we sang a couple songs. But that monologue I wrote um, is what I did. And he said to me afterwards, he said, Wendy, I'm going to give you a piece of advice, and now I'm going to give it to you guys. He said, you need to have a board of directors for you, for your ministry or your creative business that you can talk to when you get opportunities to go share. Mm -hmm. And you need to figure out with this board what you can handle doing as a business, as a ministry, before word gets out what you do. Yeah. It's like, what do you mean? <laughs> he says yes. that too many people will want you and you won't be able to do your job at home like you need to. You, won't, you will forsake your family when people outside your family find out what you've got to offer. So, you know, you shared this with me at the Becoming Conference over lunch, and that was so powerful. So when they're little, you can go little, but what happens if... What happens if opportunities arise and you're ready to go big while yeah. the kids are little? What happens then? Well, then you need wisdom, right? Mm. You need to say, I have this opportunity, so do I have to do it? Mm. You know, oftentimes when there aren't a lot of doors opening, yeah, it's yeah. very easy to say, well, this is God's will for me because the door opened, right? Mm. Well, what if more doors are opening than you can handle? Oh, oh right. So how and, like, you need that board of directors. So I call it a board of directors because that's what my pastor called it. So I have my husband. I have Kelly Stewart. I have my one of my best mm-hmm. friends, Amber Rogers. And she like all she cares about is the health of my family. How do you find friends like that? Like how? Well, you each have a couple friends mm-hmm. or you have a mother or a mother-in-law who's very invested in your family and supports you as an artist or a yeah. creative yeah. or as a business owner. So having a couple of those who also have the vision of what you think you've been called to do beyond motherhood, right? This isn't just about protecting motherhood. This is also protecting the vision that you have beyond that, who can look at it. So I went to my husband and I was like, okay, Pastor Dennis just said, so what can I handle? And you guys, all I could handle, because I had a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and a newborn Mm -hmm. when I did this, all I could handle was two new messages a year, and to do each of them a couple of times for a year. That's all I could handle. Oh, my goodness. It's the sort of blog because I was trying to develop my writing voice. I had a speaking voice, but I knew my writing voice was a little bit like cardboard. It wasn't very soft. It wasn't Mm. very good. So that's all I could handle at the time. And then as my children grew, this is interesting. As your kids grow in independence, you will get more and more independence. Mm. So, Wendy, this is so powerful, and this is something that I struggle with so much right now. Like, I've been traveling more and more, and, you know, my husband has been so supportive, but there has to be a line drawn. Yes. Um, Yes. And I I find it very, very difficult to to draw the line. Um, And how, how do you draw the line? How do you stop yourself from, from success by making sure that your family is taken care of. That you're succeeding at home, (laughs) right? Exactly. And I think for me personally, it's been trial and error, and I Mm. emphasize the error. So we started Mm. with that very, very small, I can do this, we can handle this. And I think having that mentality of what can we handle? There's a chapter in in Life Creative called When God Calls a Woman, He Calls a Family. This is not your calling. 
this is your family's calling. Exactly, exactly. So it's got to work for the family. So last spring, I took on like a boatload of talks. It was my first time. I was like, I can handle it. My yeah. husband's like, I think that this is the time. Let's try. Okay, I went slightly crazy, and um, so did my family. Because you can't go crazy without your family calling. So we stopped. We got together. We had a board mm. meeting, right? Yeah, yeah. Those are important. I said, this isn't, this isn't working. Actually, he came to me and said, this isn't working. Wow. Did you, how did you feel? Were you like... Yeah, I was going to say, it feels like I'm being attacked, right? <gasps> yes. You don't understand. I'm trying my best. I'm serving. I'm doing... Right? Oh, my god. But gosh. then if you just step back and say, wait a minute, I asked him to be the board of directors or the director of the board, right? Wow. So I need to be soft. And he might come at us in a way that's gentle at the right time. Or he might come out of this because he's overwhelmed, explosive, right? Yeah. But whatever it is, you need to step back and say, what's the message that I'm hearing? I'm hearing that this was too much on my family. Yeah. But what I said to him, because our husbands are problem solvers. Of course. This is what happened. I know you love me and I know you support me. So would you help me come up with a better plan for our family? Because mm. I'm already getting speaking invitations. Or, you know, if you're if you're a, a crafter, there yeah. are craft shows you can go to. If you hand sew baby bows, there are there are stores saying we want to sell your stuff. And you, mm. how much can I handle? Mm. Uh, and then bring him in to make that decision. So he said to me, "I think we can handle you going away for one talk a month." Yeah, and if. If mops groups locally reach out to you, it has to fit on the days that the kids are in classes. Okay, so can I stop you right there? Yes. First of all, so powerful that you talk to your husband about this and that you have like a very open, vulnerable conversation. And I've learned this from you um, to really be open. And so every single time there's an opportunity, I yeah. ask my husband, like, honey, yeah. what do you think? And yeah. I always, always, not not to say, like, I listen to him, but I do. Like, we talk about it, and then we come up with a solution, with, yeah. you know, a strategy or whatever it is. And so I really appreciate you sharing this because um, he is my priority over whatever I'm trying to achieve. And I remember every time we had very difficult times where – business was really good, but I'm really struggling at home. I feel like I can't get the balance right. And I would talk to him about it. And he's like, babe, you know, it's so hard. Like, you know, cause he's with the kids when I'm out speaking or out traveling. And I really want to change them by the way. Like we want to travel together, um, for my speaking engagements, but going back and he would say, you know, sweetheart, it's, it's the sac the sacrifice, but you can't like you can't take it too far. And at the same time, when he supports me, he really, really values that balance, and he he's like my heart, my rock. And yeah. I really appreciate that. And so, thank you for for um, for talking about that. But Wendy, I want to go back a little bit, and I think this is an important um, question for so many moms because y- we struggle with this. You went out. And you asked, hey, can I speak at your mom, mm-hmm. mops group? Can I MC? Can I? And so many, me included, you guys, this is me. Like, this is, I'm not perfect. I'm not like this 
you know, awesome host that does everything perfect and right. No, like I make so many mistakes. There's so many limiting beliefs that I have that you might have too. And I would love for you to share them with me. I, like my phone right here comments going. Um, I hate asking people for opportunities. Like yes. I know so many people. I am friends with so many incredible entrepreneurs with shows and podcasts and these platforms and where I could speak. But I'm like, I'm like, if I'm, when I'm good enough, they will ask me. Yes. And I think it's a balance. I think it's a balance. Um, I wish I could remember it. There's a proverb that says the wise man does not invite himself to dine with Kings. Oh my gosh. That so is so there's good. Wisdom. However, a wise woman works hard and it's very hard to work hard when all you're doing is trying, trying, trying. And you mm. see, wow, that place I could do something there. So this is my advice. Invite yourself to the table when it makes sense and do it in a respectful way. Mm. I have only in the last couple of years when I started traveling, I didn't travel for work until like the last maybe 18 months. Yeah. And now it's only a couple times a year. This year it's going to be, I think, six times. Wow. Yeah. But this is my first time where it's that much. Of course. Um, but I started to send an email, Hey, I've gone to this Mm -hmm. conference before Mm -hmm. and it's been such a blessing to me. And I was thinking that this talk that I have would fit really there and benefit the women in your midst. Mm -hmm. If you would like me to come, I would love to serve you and the ladies in that way. Um, or, hey, I see what you're doing online. I would love to share it with my people in this blog post. Do you think that um, the message that I have would also fit for you mm. to share it with your people? Mm. And you guys, I do this and I have like crickets. Mm. How, do you, how, do you, how do you deal with the crickets? Um, well, you know, Kelly and I... <laughs> We, we oftentimes talk about, I feel like I'm in junior high again and I haven't oh been gosh. invited to the party. Do yes. they not know how cool I am? Yes. I am so much fun. Um, so oftentimes, I think in this online world, don't we feel like the junior high girl that wasn't invited mm. to the party? It's like all these creative mompreneurs are doing yeah. this creative business Thing, and they all have their pictures together in these little squares on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. You know, follow us all. I'm like, why wasn't I in the squares? Um, and we just have to say, I wasn't supposed to be in the squares. I'm going to keep my my focus right here on what's in front of me, and I'm going to continue to lift up, encourage, and invite people in. And that's really all we can uh, take ownership of. So make yourself vulnerable. Ask to be included. I mean, unless you're really kind of an annoying personality, and I, we're not going to go there, but like you might be, um, that could be a thing. So search your heart and say, am I, is, am I doing something wrong? And most likely for 99.9% of us, we're going to say, no, no, I've been respectful yeah, and yeah. my hope is to provide a service yeah. or a product for this group of people. So that's all I'm doing. I went to the Illum conference uh, last fall, uh-huh. and I went early. And you guys, you have to you have to listen to this guy. His name is Rob Eager, and his book is called Marketing Like Wildfire. And so we'll I went, link that up below. 
Yeah, I went to his pre-session session, like mm-hmm. his pre-conference conference or something. And um, it was so good. And everyone's like, I hate marketing. I hate asking mm-hmm. for the job, basically. But my dad, when I started acting, he would always, instead of saying, how'd your audition go? He would say, did you ask for the job? Mm. I was like, dad, that's not how it works. And I think that's what you're saying. You're saying, you know, well, that's not how it works. I should just make this as good as I can. And then they'll ask me, no, I've asked for the job. So back to Rob Eager. We're all like, this is so awkward, this whole marketing thing. And he said, listen, you're not tooting your own horn. You're trumpeting what God has given you. Whether oh my it's a gosh. or a talent or a service or a product, you are not saying, look mm. at me, I'm awesome, follow me. You're saying, hey, if you have this need, I just, I just might have the thing for you. So wow. would you like it? And what a shift in perspective. Yeah. Wow, I don't need to be embarrassed that yeah. they didn't invite me to their party. Right, right. They didn't need my product. Mm. Or they don't know how much fun I am. Yeah. Right? So just be you. Just be you. You're a delight, by the way. Oh, you're so sweet, Wendy. And that's so powerful. I thank you so much for sharing. Um, So many moms are really connecting with this message. Kelly said, you're trumpeting what God has given you. That's a freeing perspective. I agree, Kelly. Thank you so much for joining us. And Trisha said, Vicky, I am with you on asking, but as you pray about each situation, I have learned that sometimes getting out of our comfort zone is worth it. Wendy, yeah, reach it, Trisha, yeah. And she continues, Wendy, I love how you said about offering what you can help with. Focus on what God has given you and serve when you are, when, when, where you can. Trisha, you're yeah. amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. And um, Kelly, you're so sweet. We love you too. And Olga said, Wendy, you are amazing. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. Oh, nice to meet you, Olga. It's so amazing, you guys. Your ladies are incredible. And thank you so much for sharing your insights. And Wendy, I... I am so blessed by you, by your words of wisdom, by by your stories. This this has been such an incredible talk. But before we let you go, I really want to um, talk about this book uh, yes. for just uh, one more minute. And um, how can are you th- are we going to give one away today? Yeah, we're going to give one away. Also, I forgot to put my bracelet on, so I'm going to take this one. This is the one I want to give away. And I forgot and to I put mine on. I love this bracelet so much. It was made by Jennifer Murray. Ladies, let me know if you want a win. You, if you want to win and um, the bracelet and uh, the book, um, if you could please share this post and um, uh, let us know, and that will yes. let us know that you're um, that you want to win it. Go ahead. So here, here is a bracelet, and it says Renaissance Mom, because that's what you guys are. You are Renaissance women in the middle of motherhood. Yeah. A Renaissance man or woman was a person who was very good and skilled at many things. Mm. And we feel like to be skilled as a mom, we need to forsake everything else. Yeah. But we're saying, God, if you've made me good at this, will you show me yeah. in a way that does not yeah. harm my family? Amen. I can develop this skill. So Life Creative Inspiration for Today's Renaissance <laughs> Mom and the bracelet, and I'm going to share it, and I'm going to write my name on the inside, and I'm going to write Kelly's name too. Awesome. <laughs> Kelly kind of like, and Kelly too. So, um, because we wrote this as one voice because it's really one message. 
It's a beautiful book, uh, and there's there's not it's not just perspective from Wendy and Kelly. It's perspective mm-hmm. from so many moms that we love and admire. Like I'm sure that you you follow at least five of them on Instagram, you guys. Like I'm serious. Well, Meredith, who just left a comment, is it Meredith Bernard? I'm not looking at my phone. Um, She's the photographer. She's one yeah. of the stories that we share. Follow her. She's doing a great, great job doing um, photography, but also just being involved online in a really authentic way. She's a great person to follow. Uh, Melissa Lyons is a painter. You guys know Michael and Smith, the nester. She's one of Mm -hmm. our stories. Ellie Holcomb, she's one of our stories. All these women that we got to interview. I mean, you've got amazing women uh, to talk and share their stories. Amazing. Yeah, it's really fun. Olga says, wow, I have to read that book. Thank you, Olga. Um, And then Kelly says, yes, go ahead and forge my signature. I give you my permission. So permission granted from Kelly. Kelly, you're amazing. Can we show my pumpkin once more? Oh, please do. It's so So beautiful. How did you get that that color? I just put a little bit of um, like a a acrylic paint into the Mod Podge. But look at this. You can read all these quotes from it. Did you like just rip out random pages? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I love this one. Immerse your children in the overflow of your own creative interests, then discover what their unique talents are and immerse them in those. That is so beautiful. This is the Great Commission. This is maybe one of my favorite quotes. This is the Great Commission wearing its everyday clothes, rolling up sleeves, pulling hair back into a messy bun, and opening the door to your own personal Jerusalem. Mm. Because the Great Commission calls us out of our Jerusalem and out into Judea and Samaria and out into the world. But it starts in Jerusalem, which is our home. I agree. I completely agree. I use that actually a lot, um, that metaphor. All right. um, Wendy, you're so amazing. And again, so thankful um, to have you on. So I really appreciate you, those who are joining us. And Wendy, again, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. All right. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Uh, Wendy shared so much wisdom, so much knowledge. And I am the one that writes the show notes for the show. So I'm going to have to go back and write out all these incredible wisdom bombs that Wendy shared. Thank you again so much for joining us live on the Mompreneur Show. I hope that you will join us live next time every single Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern for more inspiration, encouragement, and education from fellow mom entrepreneurs. Again, thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, Vicky Lashenko, and this is a show that features amazing stories of the most remarkable mom entrepreneurs. Thank you so much for joining us, and I'll see you next time.